everybody wants to save as much as they can on their income taxes. I mean, who doesn't? It pays you to, at the very minimum, look at what the benefits of cost segregation can do for you. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the show where we cut out the fluffy stuff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. This is also the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We've got a fascinating topic to discuss today. And if you don't know about cost segregation, then you're about to know about cost segregation. With us today to talk about that, we got Jeff Hobbs. How you doing, Jeff? Blessed beyond compare, Joe. How are you? I'm doing really well and nice to have you on the show. A little bit about Jeff. He is the CEO of Segregation Holding which is an engineering firm with 59 trained cost segregation engineers and architects. He's got over 30 years experience in management and the financial consulting. His special focus is on engineered cost segregation studies for commercial property owners. He's based in Dallas, Texas, and you can say hi to him at his company's website, segregationholding.com. With that being said, Jeff, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Absolutely happy to. My background is architecture. I'm a graduate of the University of Tennessee. I have been doing cost segregation now for a total of 18 years. Six of those years was in the trenches with a couple of three big eight CPA firms, BDO USA, Crowhor Wath, Plant Moran. In August of 2004, I got tired of working 120 hours a week for somebody else and felt like it's time for me to venture out on my own. I gleaned tremendous tax knowledge from those guys. They're among the best in the country, especially Crow. In fact, they've been voted the best tax department in America. So that's where a good portion of my training has come from. And I've combined that with my architectural background to deliver a really second to none cost segregation studies to America to the point where we've done over 13,000 studies now. So that's a little bit there where I am, and I'm looking forward to sharing more. What is cost segregation? Well, it's the identification of building components that allow us to put a tax life to each of those components. So we literally take the building and break it down into all the wood, all the studs, all the screws, nuts, bolts, all the cubic yards of concrete, square yards of carpeting, gallon of paint. And when it's all said and done, each of those components have a tax life that the IRS allows us to assign it. 
So most commercial property is established at a 39-year depreciation schedule, unless it's residential, like multifamily, and then it's 27 and a half. And we take those and move it, those components that qualify for accelerated treatment down to five, seven, and 15-year depreciation periods. That's a windfall to the owner. Five, seven, and how many years? 15. The mm-hmm. five and seven-year components, Joe, are for tangible personal property assets. That's Section 1245 of the tax code. So that's things like your carpeting and the secondary lighting, process-related systems, uh, cabinetry, ceiling fans if you got residential rental property, that type of thing. The seven-year property most often is all telecommunications-related systems, so your cabling, your telephone, and stuff like that. And then your 15-year assets, Joe, your land improvement. So that would be your parking lot, sidewalks, curbs, landscape, any site features like a flagpole or a pond or something like that. If I'm an investor, why would I do this? Great question. Hey, best ever listeners, let me tell you. The best reason to apply cost segregation is it puts money in your pocket. Typical million-dollar assets. So let's just put all the buildings that are out there and put them in a bucket and pour it out. A million-dollar building is going to provide the owner between fifty dollars and $150,000 in federal income tax savings. Now, I'm talking about real dollar-for-dollar tax savings. So on that million-dollar building, if we find a couple hundred thousand dollars in addition and you're in the maximum tax bracket of 40%, well, that's $80,000 in tax savings. And that's directly against your tax debt. So if you owe the IRS $80,000 in federal income taxes in that year that we did the cost segregation study, we just paid that tax debt for you 100%. And then does that get recaptured later? It depends on how long you maintain ownership. So it does give you a recapture if you do. Now, what we recommend if you're an investor and are simply turning property is to use the 1031 exchange. That way you can transfer those capital gains into your new asset and still maintain that tax-free status until you ultimately do divest yourself of the property and no longer reinvest. Best ever listeners, an episode to check out on 1031 Exchanges is with Tom Wheelwright, episode 387. Recommend listening to that. How much does a cost segregation study cost? Great question. Best ever listeners, let me tell you. 100% of the time when we engage a client, we guarantee a minimum 300% ROI on properties that are sub $500,000 and 500% ROI. This is tax savings versus the fee on projects over half a million dollars. And so the average ROI for us is about 1,200%. That typical million-dollar building, our fee is going to range somewhere between four and $7,000 to get that fifty dollars to $80,000 tax benefit. What's a report look like once it's all said and done? Well, typically we're looking at a front end, which is a document that shares all the tax code, the reasons for us being able to reclassify the assets from section 1250 to section 1245 runs between 20 and 50 pages, depends on the size of the asset, the complexity of the asset, where it's located and and all the documents that the, the client has available. So that's the front side, the explanations to what we're doing. The back end, what we call the workbook, that's the financials. That's where we provide a revised, updated tax asset detail, also known as the depreciation schedule. 
that gives a line item depreciation schedule based on the 32 primary divisions of the building code. So that's what shows the breakdown on the asset allocation from the 39 or 27 years down to the 5, 7, and 15. So a typical report on that average million dollar building is going to be roughly 60 pages. Again, if it's a much larger, more complex asset, it could be to the hundreds of pages. If it's a simple warehouse that's really got nothing much going on inside, it could be as small as about 35 or 40 pages. Mm-hmm. And by the way, part of that deliverable does include the IRS form 3115. And that form is the application to change method of depreciation form the IRS requires. And in fact, Joe and best ever listeners, that form allows you to take the benefit without having to amend tax returns. We never, ever recommend amending a tax return because you're asking the IRS for an audit. Now, it's not a guarantee, but that 3115 form uses the tax code 41A, which is the catch-up provision, and it automatically carries forward all of the unclaimed depreciation from prior years all the way back to 1987, best ever listeners. Can you imagine that? Without having to amend your return, and all those depreciation dollars carry forward into the current tax year automatically. And guess what? It's granted automatic consent. Well, here's what that means. You cannot be audited for it. Wow. Praise the Lord, man. What a benefit. You can do this, get that big cash windfall, and not get audited for it. Man, I tell you what, that's better than a big bag of chips, you know, there on top of it. I mean, it's just fantastic <laughs> benefit. I was waiting for your analogy. I knew it'd be a good one. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that you look at all the components of the property you're getting into the details of like the wood, the studs, the bucket of paint. How do you identify all of those small things within a property? Well, great question. We do two things. One, we look at any contemporaneous records that the client has. Now, let's be worst case scenario and say that the client doesn't really have anything. I mean, he bought the property 20 years ago and anything that he had, he's lost. He can come up with the closing statement because the bank has that or the title company. And he's got a depreciation schedule, of course, that his CPA does on an annual basis. Well, the IRS considers that contemporaneous records. But for us, we have to go back because we're going to do a very comprehensive study. One thing that we do is, is always put an engineer or architect on the ground and do a site survey. So if we have no documentation, we literally recreate the documents, the drawings, from our site surveys because it becomes a very detailed analysis while we're on site. That includes both digital imagery as well as video imagery. While we're there, we also visit the tax assessor's office to get every bit of information we can there from from the archives, Uh, again, to make sure that we get everything as possible. Sometimes we find appraisals there that the client doesn't even know exist that was provided. Sometimes The accounting firm has maintained some of those invoices, if not all, that the client doesn't even realize they have. But ultimately, if they really don't have anything, what we get from the tax assessor's office, along with any little thing he may have, we use RS means and Marshall Swift Valuation Services to literally rebuild the asset from the ground up. The IRS accepts those building code Bibles uh, as law. They literally have adopted them. So Fortunately for us, as a building owner, you don't have anything. Don't worry. 
IRS allows us to use RSMEs and Marshall Swift to rebuild that asset and give you the full benefit of the tax study, even though you're sitting there with your hands in your pockets going, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do this. Guess what? You can. I suppose that one would be on the higher end of the four to $7,000 range. Absolutely. Time is money. You've got two identical assets, just there for listeners, and the client has all the documents, and the other one, that same asset across the street, has no documents. For him, we're looking at about seven grand. For the one who's got everything, four grand. What are the specific documents that are needed for you? Our wish list we look for the as built drawings. If not as built, then certainly the original construction drawings, including MEPs, the mechanical, electrical, plumbing, uh, schematics. We also look at the AIA G702 and G703 documents. Those are the pay orders that are the master and subcontractor consolidated statements. We look at general ledger summary. We look at invoices that they have them available, contractor bid documents, the current fixed asset schedule, tax asset detail, depreciation schedule, depending on what your CPA calls it, and any other assistance from our site survey that we can muster. Those are what we look for. Just curious, what percentage of your clients have all those documents? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Great question, Joe. Hey, best ever listeners, let me tell you, if you don't have anything but the depreciation schedule and the closing statement, we got you covered. But to answer that question directly, Joe, about 40, maybe a little less than 40% will have most everything. The rest have just a mix. Sometimes they'll have a floor plan and that's it. They'll have some invoices and that's it, you know, along with that depreciation schedule and closing statement. Oh, and by the way, that reminds me, it doesn't just have to be a building owner. It can be a tenant improvement. So as long as they're carrying those assets on their depreciation schedule, that mom and pop restaurant, barbershop, hair salon, or wherever it is in a mixed use retail center, they all qualify. What's the time frame that it takes from start to finish to do one? Great question. Depending on their availability of documents, the size and location of the assets, on the short end, we're looking at a couple of weeks. On the high end, uh, about six weeks. Now, that's outside of tax season, like we're in right now, tax season, uh, closing out 9-15 and 10-15. So right now, it's just not possible to get a project done at this stage. All the firms out there, we're working 200 hours a week just to get stuff done in time. So in that time frame, when you're approaching those tax deadlines, 315, 415, 9 and 10, 15, we're looking at eight weeks out unless they've engaged us well in advance so that we can be doing the process during the course of the year, especially if it's a new construction project. Then we can build a study along the way so that when it comes time to deliver, it's just a couple of days of putting it together, consolidating it, and handing it on off to the CPA to file. Based on your experience, in cost segregation, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? 100%. Always, Joe, best ever listeners, at least look at what cost segregation can do for your building. Everybody wants to save as much as they can on their income taxes. I mean, who doesn't? It pays you to, at the very minimum, look at what the benefits of cost segregation can do for you. 100% of the time. Now, honest to goodness, the only time that cost segregation doesn't work is really two times. One, if you're a nonprofit organization. If you're not paying taxes, getting you tax savings is not going to do anything for you. The other is, is you're not profitable. You're not paying any taxes. So if you're not paying taxes, getting you a tax credit, tax refund, you're not paying any, so you can't give me money back, and it's not applicable. 
other than those two instances, 100% of the time, it will benefit a building owner. That's my absolute best advice. And when you say take a look at what cost segregation can do for your building, is there an estimate, like a free estimate or a smaller price point estimate that's created? Is that what you're referring to? Fantastic, Joe. Thank you for that uh, softball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was. <laughs> well, buddy, we, we always, uh, best ever listeners, provide a free benchmark analysis that gives you what you want to know. Two things. What's in it for me and what's the cost? So that benchmark analysis will tell you what the tax savings will be. And by the way, our percentage of hitting that number exceeding is 99.7% of the time. When we provide that free benchmark analysis, 99.7% of the time we meet or exceed that initial benchmark. That 0.3% usually is where the client said, yes, I've got a million dollar building. And we finally get the depreciation schedule. We find that, that actually he's got an $800,000 building and $200,000 in land. That does impact the results of our study. Mm-hmm. The other question about the fee, that benchmark analysis will share what the cost, which is a fixed fee for providing the service. And again, with a 300% ROI guarantee on sub half a million dollar projects and 500% over, it's a no brainer. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Not only has he managed to flip houses like burgers, he's done it with almost no money or credit. Flip Houses Like Burgers by Nasser El Arabi is a step-by-step process of wholesaling and flipping, and you can buy it on Amazon today. Flip Houses Like Burgers. Best ever book you've read? The Holy Bible. Best ever personal growth experience, and what'd you learn from it? I committed to something to a client for a cost segregation study based on his information, and it ended up being not what he said, but because I'm a man of my word, I honored it, and it ended up giving him a study for free. Best ever way you like to give back? I do two programs. I invest in water wells across the world through an organization locally, actually through my church. And then secondly, I heavily invest in missions work, Christ is my Savior, and I'm not ashamed of it. What's the biggest mistake you've made in the business? Not starting sooner. And what's the best ever place the best ever listeners can reach you? Two ways. My direct line, which I am happy to share with everybody, is 972-897-8019. And through our website at segregationholding.com, it's a wealth of knowledge. There's multiple ways to contact us through it. We have videos there. Either Our email contact information is there. Plus, we actually have online client questionnaires where we can gather information to provide that free analysis for everybody. Well, this was an educational conversation, I'm sure, for a lot of the best ever listeners as well as myself. Cost segregation, which is, as you said, identifying building components that allow you to put a tax life on each of those components Each of the components have a tax life of 5, 7, or 15 years, depending on where they're categorized. Compared that to a commercial property, which is usually 39 years, unless it's residential like multifamily, which is 27 and a half. And you can accelerate the depreciation much faster, which allows you to recapture a lot of that. Now, 1031 would be the option. So the government's not recapturing recapturing that and again go listen to tom wheelwright episode on that so thank you so much highly recommend best ever listeners go check out the website that jeff has and go look at the benchmark study and see if you see what you can save 
sounds like a really good opportunity. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate it. God bless you. Not only has he managed to flip houses like burgers, he's done it with almost no money or credit. Flip Houses Like Burgers by Nasser El Arabi is a step-by-step process of wholesaling and flipping, and you can buy it on Amazon today. Flip Houses Like Burgers.